You know how fast you were going? What? How fast you were going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome back to uh, another episode of Motor Cop Chronicles podcast I'm your host ice man as always and i got me a co-host i'm gonna ask you this only once do you or do you not know about the bird oh god because everybody's heard that the bird is the word the bird's a word the bird is a word Freebird is back in the clubhouse, co-host with me today. That's good to be back. Appreciate you having me. He's better than me. He remembered his tablet. My notes I've been taking are in my unit uh, 40 miles from here because I drove my motorcycle home and didn't grab my handy-dandy <laughs> notebook. So I'm going to have to fly it off the cuff on my astounding memory that I have. This bam rolled her eyes at me as I said that. <laughs> it's been pretty good in the first few episodes. He had a pretty good memory. Yeah. I've been taking a, a lot of notes. It's helped. I, I remember, I think I remember, I say I do, of most of what happened. I, I do like to see, I, I would like to see that uh, when you're riding down the road on your motor, motorcycle with your, with your uh, <laughs> tablet. Yeah, I pull over and do that. That wouldn't be safe. You need a uh, one of those recorders now, you know, the pocket recorder. That way you can just talk into it. You don't have to take. Well, if any I did notes that, then I could way. just stick it on here, and I wouldn't have to do this. Thing. Yeah, you, it could be. <laughs> a, you, you can infuse it into this podcast. Let, let Bam just have to edit all the different pieces in. Yeah, she, that, that she don't work. have enough to do. Give her something to do. That was work. You know, that would work on her hobby side. I know you, you you listen to some past episodes because we talked about them on the phone of the OG pimp. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the, the the exotic dancers that I had stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know and you, you said let me, you still you, didn't have no no uh, naked stories. I didn't have – I haven't had a naked story. But you came yet. up with a plan, you told me. I did. And I told you it was cheating. Look, see, well, they're I, looking because I hadn't told her what this plan was. Well, I hadn't told Miss Freebird <laughs> well, either. She's about to find out. <laughs> the plan was, was he was gonna bring a unit home and like put it in the garage, pretend like he pulled you over, and you were gonna have to like. She was gonna be get naked. naked. Yeah, naked. And, yeah. And so I told him that was cheating. If you pull over your wife at your house, you it's cheating. No, I. I uh, <laughs> Apparently, that was going to be the only way that I could get a naked story, so I was going to have to do a strip search in the garage, in the unit. Um, 
<laughs> that's how this man did say, you know, that doesn't count. I'm that, like, well, apparently those, that's the those, only way that, that those I'm going to have. Count. <laughs> turtles had a naked story, and everybody else has had a naked story except for Freebird. Yeah. Everybody's had one, so I said, well, I, I, this is my plan. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus. I guess they didn't listen because I told it, that one girl, I'm laughing, I said, if you listen, send me your OnlyFans page info, and I'd plug it out for her, and I haven't got any emails. <laughs> That was uh, that was the last that was on your last stop. Wasn't yeah, it? well, that, yeah, it was last week. Uh, the, I did forget to say on that story that the whole conversation started because she was the passenger was sleeping when I first got the uh, pulled them over, and she had a roll of toilet paper she was using as a pillow, and I asked if she was snuggling with the snuggle. The paper, <laughs> or I said, do you just use that? Do you have to go that bad? And she told me how she was using the toilet paper as a pillow. Well, the multifunctional COVID has made people go crazy because we, you know, everybody else that could be using a toilet paper, you have people going out buying the toilet paper left and right and the, the paper towels, and I guess they're buying it for pillows. I don't know. I don't know. It's still like that. You go to the stores and the shelves are still half empty of. Toilet paper and paper towels and stuff like that. I don't know what has. I've never figured out what COVID has to do with paper products. I don't either, because the first, you know, the the first time we were quarantined and and COVID is had just come about. Everybody went crazy to go buy the paper towels and and toilet paper, and it, it didn't amount to anything. So the second time, since everything's flared back up, you would have figured you had learned your lesson the first time and. Apparently, the people that didn't get the chance before is now getting a chance now. Well, I'm going to rename COVID-19 now. I just thought of this, too. Just now? Yeah. From what you said, how COVID keeps flaring up. Flaring. We're going to call it herpes 19. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps having these like flare-ups every now and then. <laughs> it's, every and six it, months. It won't though. fucking go away. <laughs> so. A herpes nineteen. <laughs> I don't know if that, does that have anything to do with the toilet. I mean, I guess the toilet paper and the and the toilet and yeah. the paper towels can help with. The but he keeps having the damn flare ups and stuff, and them herpes nineteens out. So, so when somebody says, "Say, you ain't got that herpes nineteen, do you?" <laughs> have you come across anybody that has that, that wanted to throw the uh, COVID nineteen sign up in the window that you pull over? I've had people pull their mask up when they uh, when I've pulled them over. I've had a couple stops where you know pull people over and like, oh, speeding because I was going here because I just tested positive for COVID nineteen. Like, okay, well, give me your stuff. It's not gonna work. Yeah, I'm still writing you a ticket. You said I got I got wipes and I got hand sanitizer to wash all your stuff. Exactly. Around. Well, you usually have, I guess, with dispatch and all, you usually have all the information anyway. So, I oh, we, would, we I, get the I have, I have in the past just say, look, just keep all your stuff. I've got everything run. Don't worry about it. I got your, <laughs> got your name, your address. I said, hey, is 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 your address the same on your license as it is? You know, is it is current? I'm getting. Oh, yeah. I, I stop asking that because they're like, oh, what's your name? Oh, I gotta look it up. Who lives at this house? Well, if my parents still, it's good enough. As long as somebody you know lives there, I don't care. 
So you have to modify your same spiel that you've had in, in the past. Like, yeah, you, I need your license, registration, and insurance. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize, hey, we already have that shit before you get before we get up to the car. Well, a lot of people don't realize you only have, well, in the state of Louisiana, after you move from one location to another one, you only have 10 days to change the address on your driver's license. Yeah, so I'm like, I look at people like, well, how long ago did you move? Oh, and you can see them thinking because they don't know what the law is. So they're trying to think the right answer. Like, well, maybe it's only like a month or two, or maybe I have six months. And they're like, oh, I, I moved uh, three months ago. Okay. And I pop them with that 10 days, and they're kind of like, oh, I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> now, if you, move in, if you move in from out of state, you have like, I think, 90 days to do it. But if you're a resident of the state and you, Changing apartments, changing look at you had ten days to change your driver's license after you moved, or you can be cited for it, That's which correct. I have been known to write some of those tickets. I, I've written a couple of myself for the same for that same statute, and you can tell the ones that have been pulled over before and have tried that have been asked that same question, and then they still have refused because they will say, "I just moved seven days ago." Well, you know damn good well. There's no way that you just moved seven days ago. You just know that because you've been pulled over before. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody else told you that 10-day window. Well, this past week, we're talking about excuses. Tuesday, when I was out writing ticket, it was like the most extreme day of excuses I ever had. I was... Every single person I pulled over was an excuse after an excuse after an excuse. I had, oh, I was just going with the flow of traffic. But when I got with that one, I'm like, I look at the person, I'm like, fuck this person. It's like there was nobody around you when I, were you trying to catch up or were you that far ahead of them? Because you were the only car within half a mile in either direction of you. You were not going with the flow of traffic. Oh, I only I, I was just passing that other vehicle. Well, that's fine, but you still can't exceed the speed limit to that to to pass the other vehicle. Who was who was going the speed limit in the first fucking place. And I and I know passing zone probably. No, I was on the interstate. It was definitely passing zone, but uh, oh I love the one I get. Oh, I never speed. And it just happens to be the one time you have sped in your entire life, and I just happen to be here to catch you, right? And you exceeded you exceeded <laughs> the speed limit by twenty miles an hour. Yeah, well, or, at least eleven with the ice man. Or it's like you, you get the ones which I've gotten several. Oh, I never speed. I never speed at all. I, I, just you know, I was just wasn't paying attention. Well, why you got that radar detector up on your dash if you never speed? Why would you need that? Yeah, they're just kind of like shut up. Like I'm not gonna see that shit. Like, why do you have it? Because you think it looks cool? Really? They're kind of a waste of money. Yeah, they didn't spend $200 to not speed. Yeah, it, it's a waste detector. of money. Radar guns are, that, that radar detectors. And well, you know, detectors most of the most of the companies that make the radar detectors make the, the, the radar. <laughs> their radars and the LIDARs. Yeah. They're so they're, they're double dipping on both sides. Actually, I write <laughs> people all the time with those damn detectors, and it's like, I, I love it when I get those. And... Just to let y'all know, when I do get people with those detectors, I put a note on the back of the citation that you had one of those in there. So if you go to court, say, well, Deanna, I never speed them. Why do you have a radar detector? I have I have in the past 
taking the LIDAR, what I did notice when you first make contact and did notice a radar detector, uh, after you issue the citation and you go back to get them to sign, I do take the LIDAR back and I, I'll hit the LIDAR while I'm giving them the ticket to sign. That way it makes the radar detector I've go some... full strength and, and peg out. I'm like, see, it doesn't do any good because you didn't even know it was going to happen. A lot of times, especially like if I'm running, when I'm out writing tickets like that, I'm not running a hot radar. The LIDAR don't stay hot. If I'm just driving around patrolling with my radar on and it's just on, transmitting, you're going to pick me up. But if I'm standing on the side of the road running, I'm not running hot. By the time when your radar detector goes off from either my radar or my LIDAR, whichever one I'm using, when it when when it pegs out on you, it's too late. I already got you at that point. I already got you. Yep. I also had the whole, I had the one, oh, I was, uh, I was just coming back from a funeral. This person actually passed me. I was doing like six or seven over the speed limit, and this person just passed me. So I go. I was in my unit, which is a pickup truck. That's full, it's marked, but it's slick top, no lights on top. But it's like a billboard down the side. You've seen it, ginormous lettering, and yeah, I got it, in behind. It kind of blends like a uh, city worker truck sometimes. That's their fault if they can't read, because it's just sheriff's office on it, big as shit. And it and it's reflective. Anyway, I get behind him. We actually got up to eighty four and a sixty, and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck this." Pulled him over. He gives me the excuse. Oh, well, we're just coming back from a funeral. I said, "I'm sorry to hear that." Who who passed away? Oh, my friend's mom. I was like, "Well, the I'm not being I'm not I'm not being rude or nothing, but but you know, I, I've been friends with." my friends, moms, and stuff like that. but That don't count on the pass on speed unless I said, I might have gave you a break if it was a direct relative, wife, kid, mom, dad, maybe, maybe an aunt or an uncle. But we're getting kind of far out when we get to cousins and shit like that with me. So, yeah, but just Tuesday, I was like, excuse after excuse at every freaking body so, so the funeral's already over so it was already after over. the funeral yeah. you're in a hurry to go where i i guess home i don't know they lived in new orleans but his license he said he said he was on his way home and i looked at his license i said well you missed it because according to your address here you're you missed it by about 15 20 miles back oh no i moved uh, i'm living in new orleans now so how long you been living how long, there how long you living there Oh, about a year and a half. Mm. Yeah, you know, you only got 10 days to change this license, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you do. I said, did, I said then, obviously you wanted a ticket. Why? I said, well, you passed me. You just passed me up. Uh, I said, no, no, I didn't want one. So I said, so, so you either don't, so, it, so you're saying that you don't want a ticket, you just, you're not paying attention while you're driving? Well, well, he didn't want to say he wasn't paying attention. Yeah, now, he de definitely didn't want to say that because that's just, he's just but, digging that hole deeper. Yeah, it was just excuse after excuse after excuse Tuesday. No, Monday, this ain't a funny story, people. So going a little opposite direction when I usually go, but talking about my week. Monday, I am working school zone. I say working schools. That's not much. I got to sit there, have my lights on. I was, I think, 
I was on my phone probably playing the damn game. Anyway, a train's coming by. As usual, we have lots of trains go by in this area I work. Well, all of a sudden I hear the brakes locking up on the train. I'm like, shit, that can't be good. No, no, the train's extremely long. The engine had already been passed. Like, shit, they might didn't hit a car or something like that. Well, it's a couple minutes after that. I hear dispatch call out, sending a unit. Uh, it was probably over half a mile or so away from me that a pedestrian had got struck by the train. So I, you know, got on the radio. I headed over there. I go up to the engine. Well, I, I didn't go to the engine. I stopped back where I saw a vehicle. I figured the pedestrian would have been out of the vehicle. Looking around, I'm hollering, you know, you okay? Can't find him. I talk to the conductor. He comes out, and he tells me about where the guy was struck, which is well over half a mile back from where I'm at. So I ended up having to get back in my unit, drive down there, and we had, still had to walk a long distance because it was extreme wooded area, no access whatsoever. Well, we found the man. Uh, it, I guess that's sad. He was struck by the train. The reason he was struck by the train, and if y'all don't know me and stuff, I'm extreme animal lovers and stuff like that. This man had been out. He he was a, a hunter, 40 years old, and he had the, the rabbit dogs, the little beagle dogs we rabbits with. He was out there. He had four four rabbit dogs with him. One was young still. He was training. The conductor said that he was the 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 subject was standing uh, off to the right side of the tracks, off of the uh, off of it, and one of the the young dog ran back onto the tracks, didn't and wouldn't come back. So the man reached out and grabbed the dog to get the dog off of the track. The dog jerked in opposite direction for a second. The man ended up throwing the dog into this ditch wooded area and didn't make it out of the way in time and got clipped by the front of the train. And unfortunately, he did pass away. And uh, it's sad that the man cared that much about his dog. And uh, I will say this, the, the conductor I was talking to, I'm trying to calm him down a little bit. He was upset, uh, extremely upset, because he had just watched you know this man get killed. And I was explaining to him how it was not his fault. You can't stop a train. What people don't realize, don't run them crossing guards. It takes about half a mile or longer for these trains to stop. I said, you can't swerve. <laughs> it's a train. So. Uh, I talked to the other railroad guy that come out and said they'll probably end up getting some counseling for the people. That's what they do, which is good because they're not used to seeing that stuff. But yeah, it was a little tragic, but that was part of my, that was how the week started for me at like eight something in the morning when I go to work for seven. Uh, that was a freight train or one of the uh, Amtrak? No, it was a freight train. Had a lot of tanker cars on it. Uh, there was video of it. The, the, a lot of these trains have cameras on the front of them when they're working. This one was working at the time. So there was video of it. This subject, believe it or not, by looking at him, you would not think he had been hit by a train. I think we showed a picture to you. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, it's sad to say, but fortunately enough, he was not messed up where his family can at least have a, 
view him at his funeral for the last time at least. But the man gave his life to save his dog. When I understand he uh somebody said on Facebook or something that he had pictures of him and his dogs all the time, so he was extremely attached to his dogs. Just a sad incident. That's uh, some people are like that, especially with the beagle. Some people are, are attached to them, and a, a lot of the uh, beagle owners sometimes, you know, at the end of the season they get rid of the beagles also. But I, uh, apparently, this guy sounds like he was pretty attached to the. If not, he just uh, let that train uh, smoke it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like he was pretty attached. Not not like some of the beagle owners that I've seen in the past that where they didn't give a shit about the. Dogs. They don't care about them. Yeah, a lot of people they'll they'll just abandon, just they'll dogs. abandon the uh, dogs at the end of the season, at the end of the rabbit season. That's just wrong. Uh, that's how the week started. That was Monday morning. That was Monday. Like it, like I said, I get to, I start work at seven, and this was probably about probably around yeah, probably around seven forty-five or so. So I hadn't been to work long. Yeah, you know that was that was that's how the week started out. Yeah. We did have uh, me and the tot did. I did get the first one. We were under our tree area, across from this local dining area that does po' boys and stuff and seafood. And we saw this lady come walking up, and I told him ten twelve, which means visitors present. And she comes walking up, and uh, she looks at us and said, uh, "My mom's over there too. We just she wanted me to come tell you she's older, and so she wanted me to come over and tell you." Hey, I said, we went to this restaurant over there, and she wanted me to let y'all know they had too many people. They were above their capacity that they're supposed to have in the restaurant, and nobody in there had masks on. I look at the tot. He looks at me. We look back and hear her, and she's looking at us. So now we're just all fucking looking at each other. Did she have a mask on? Yeah, she did. You know. But she stayed six feet away. She and actually she did. She stayed back. Okay. I was like, she's like, well, what y'all gonna do about it? Uh, nothing. And she's like, well, well, I said, we're not. That's not no part. They're not breaking any laws per se. There's mandates, but there's no laws. Not a criminal aspect. Yeah. But. And she's like, well, well, you can call the fire marshals if you want. And she's like, we have the number. Uh, Nope. You can Google it. She walked off. She wasn't too happy. I hung around there a while just to see if the fire marshal SWAT team was going to raid them for too many people or whatever. So we, it's like these. My my thing is my thing is is lady, if you if you're that scared and you see that the place does have too many people for your comfort, or they don't have mask on, drive somewhere else and go fucking eat. You don't have to eat there. That's your choice. If you went in there with people with no mask on and had too many people to get you a fucking sandwich, go somewhere else. Just go somewhere else. Well, uh, I, I don't understand what people expect the law enforcement to do with the mask. There's a... You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they expect the um, the law enforcement community to do when there's no laws being broken well people like you see it's on, not a criminal aspect so no. you can't just go in and arrest somebody for a mask you see people all the time on facebook and all these places like that they're like 
oh, they arrested them people for not putting a mask on. No. They getting they didn't get arrested for not putting a mask on. They got arrested for remaining after being forbidden, which that means the store or business area says they wanted them to leave because they wouldn't put a mask on and they refused to leave. So they got basically charged with a trespass and like I said, remaining after being forbidden. They were told to leave and they didn't leave. That's what they're getting arrested for. They're not getting arrested for not wearing the mask. So don't let the news media people just tell lies and shit to you like that because that's what it is. Well, I've seen that several times where they're like, yeah, the the law enforcement community has arrested this person for not wearing a mask. Well, that's bullshit. You're falsely reporting what actually happened and what the charges were. I mean, it's when, when an establishment requires a mask and they ask you to leave and you don't leave, then you uh, get the law called on you. That that's what's going to happen. You're either going to leave or you're going to be arrested for remaining. Well, of course, here in Louisiana, it's called remaining after being forbidden. But, you know, in nowhere. another state, who knows? California it might be some bullshit wording that they have. Who knows? I don't, I'm picking on California. <laughs> well, it's like well, here in Louisiana, we're different. And our battery, a battery here. Is actually considered in some other states. If you look at it, an assault. Assault. It's it's like backwards. It's, well, it's assault somewhere else, and an assault here is just like a threat. Yeah, assault in Louisiana is just a threat. Like if I say, "Hey, I'm gonna whip your ass," I just assaulted you. Now, if I actually go over there and punch you in the face, I just committed a battery. But if you read the law, actually, it says a battery is the unwanted touching of one person to another person. So basically, if you have two people at a bar that say, hey, let's go outside, I'm going to whip your ass, and they both go outside in agreement, they're going to whip each other's ass, and they get in a fight, they actually did not commit a battery on each other because they both agreed to touch each other. What they did do was disturbing the peace by fighting. Track what I'm saying? Yes. Because they both say, okay, they're going to touch each other. I always wanted to have people sign the whole whole harmless agreement before we got into the fight after (laughs) At the bar. I don't know if that would stand up in court. I don't know. That's why I don't go to bars. I'm going to take a quick quick break. No, you you can't go no more. We have a place we like to go. We can't go because I actually called them. I'm going to take a quick break real quick. We're quack. We're going real quick, and we're going to be right back. Stand by. We interrupt this program for an important announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, are you standing by? A very important message is coming. Are you still standing by? We interrupt for this breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. There's a podcast that happens on Saturday night that you need to know about. All right, can I get out of serious mode? Let's go to Goofy. Okay. Make sure to listen to Louisiana Saturday Night. Robert and April are your hosts, and they talk a lot about current events. And occasionally they'll have a guest and include them on the conversation. It's raw, it's blunt, and explicit. (laughs) Well, if there is one thing I know, and that is I like dirty. Uh, Anyway. It's for anyone who wants to have fun and not take life so seriously. And God knows we need that these days. Robert and April on Louisiana Saturday Night. Check them out at louisianasaturdaynight.podbean.com.
These are the coolest dudes I've ever met. And we're back. And we're cool. Beavis and Butthead said we were. Yeah. They, as long as that happens, <laughs> we're good to go. The younger folks don't know who that is. I'm sorry. I'm old. Well, Beavis and Butthead. Well, uh, I the think. Cornholio uh, need TV for my butthole. Uh, Miss, Miss Freebird loves Beavis and Butthead. Yes. That was on MTV back in the day. I loved them. That was some original stuff. It, it shocked a lot of parents back back in the day. Yeah, that was before family guy parents. and shit like that. Yeah, it 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 shocked a lot of the parents back in the day because of the, the things they said on on the cartoons. And I I think they could get away with a lot of the things they said because of the cartoon. They didn't. I guess FCC it gave SEC a Fred Sanford. Fred Sanford moment. <laughs> well, I was kind of like married with children and all that shit like that. But if you think about it, like Roseanne married with children, those are more typical on real families than the Cosbys and all them other people where, you know, everything's honky-dory, with picket fence. No, no, that's not real. People. I don't know. Rudy was a problem on the Cosbys. Rudy was the problem child. She wasn't that bad. <laughs> Rudy. Rudy. Free so, Bill. He was giving too many pudding pops out. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bill. He's he's still struggling. Uh, last time I saw, he's still in prison, uh, trying to get out, but still struggling. Well, they letting all these other people out from COVID? Still struggling. I think, yeah, he tried to get out because of COVID, didn't he? Um, he... Uh, I don't think he had enough pudding pops, or had had given enough pudding pops. Uh, the man was hilarious. I don't care what anybody says; he was funny. He was a great comedian, and some of that stuff. I understand what he did was, you know, you shouldn't be drugging women, but some of the women that were drugged came back a second time. If somebody drugs and rapes me once, I'm not going back to visit that person again. All right, one. I'm just saying, you know, you know, if I, I know, it's like I, if you're in prison and drop the soap and get ass raped, or if you'd go in there and drop the soap again, no, no, I'm going to find a way to put a rope on that soap. You're going to be, and I'm not bending soap over in the rope, shower. Yeah, I guarantee you the yeah. soap on a rope probably developed because of some prison convict it got ass raped. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm not dropping the son of a bitch now. No, no, but like I said, if you do it once, get ass raped. Okay, that that could be, you know, that's the most fault. The next day, if you go in there and say, oh, I chopped the soap. No, you want your ass raped. Yeah. Don't go back. If you have a high-pitched voice and you don't have soap <laughs> and you're like, I dropped the soap, then you know you're asking for it. Yeah. Oh. You have to. Let me grab the you, life boy. <laughs> you do that pretty good, though. That's a pretty good voice for somebody that's been in prison that wanted to drop the soap. I've never been in fri- prison. I've never been in prison. And I'm. Unless Some somebody you. drugged me, I, as far as I know, I've never been ass raped. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as far as That's I know, it. and when I fart, it still goes <laughs> and don't go. <gasps> so I think I'm. Safe. Well, I guess that's a telltale so, sign. Yeah, I still have gription. I'm going to play this video from this new story here. Where we just I know you got a uh, rant. I know what you're thinking. Offensive. I need a job. Well, uh, that's the commercial. Hold on, I got the commercial play out first, and yeah. I'm not promoting this whatever company com- it is. And 
people wearing out masks on. This is the free the free version of uh, <laughs> YouTube, right? It's not on oh, YouTube. Or is it going to play? It says it's playing. We did get a new TV that we tried a, um, a screen hack on. Uh, Good evening to you. We're learning new details after yesterday's <laughs> shooting of a Charleston police officer. That shooting has left Charleston residents shocked and in disbelief. Officer Cassie Johnson was shot in the line of duty while responding to a call on Garrison Avenue. Now, about an hour ago, police chief Tyke Hunt said, quote, she, Johnson is not going to be able to pull through this. 13 News reporter Cassidy Wood joins us from CAMC General. Cassidy, you were at this evening's press conference. Can you tell us what they said? Well, Rob and Mary Lee, Rob, as you just mentioned, I mean, Chief Ty Hunt came out and basically shared with us that Officer Cassie Johnson will not be able to survive on her own. They are actually holding a candlelight vigil over at Laidley Park that starts here in about 30 minutes. So we're going to head over there and have a, a live shot for you guys over there at 7 o'clock. But um, so... The press conference today, I think you guys, the important thing to note in all of this is just the amount of outpouring of love and support that police officers, law enforcement officers all over the Mountain State has come out and shown for this fallen officer. Yesterday at the crime scene, there was over 70 patrol cars uh, that I saw from all over the Mountain State, St. Albans, Nitro. Similar thing here today at the hospital. There were dozens of patrol cars uh, that were showing up here just to show their support and love for the Charleston Police Department and as you mentioned Chief both Chief Ty Hunt and Mayor Amy Goodwin spoke and they got pretty emotional. With a heavy heart I hate to say that uh, she is not going to be able to pull through this. Uh, she is still fighting uh, but her body is unable to sustain life by itself. So uh, as one final parting gift to continue to help others. Uh, she is an organ donor. Patrolman Johnson is a wonderful, bright young woman who is going to leave an amazing legacy for every woman in this city. She's a wonderful daughter, sister, cousin. We love Cassie, we love her family. And please tonight continue to pray for the Charleston Police Department and all of our first responders. Chief Ty Hunt, Hunt also confirmed that 38-year-old Joshua Phillips, who allegedly shot Officer Johnson, is here at CAMC as well and is in recovery. For now, in Charleston, Cassidy Wood, 13 News, working for you. All right. So, well, that's not a funny story. Of course, it, we're all just trying to keep. Not everything's funny. That was in uh, Charles, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, West Virginia, West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. She uh, she had just been sworn in in 2019 at 26, so she was either 26 or 27 years old, and she was. It says in the news article, this was up from December. She was unplugged. On December second, news article. Yeah, that's when it was written. She, uh, this guy that shot her, Joshua Phillips, thirty-eight, said he was out on bond for driving under suspension 
in a DWI, and he also had a charge of brandishing a weapon before, but he was out on bond for the uh, – he was shot too. Of course, you know, it's hard to kill a cockroach, so, of course, he's, he's recovering. She was shot in the face on Tuesday when she responded to a illegal or parking complaint or something like that. So, unfortunately, you don't see this stuff. You see all this other crap on the national news. And believe it or not, just this past week, I I read today, I read like several stories in the last week or two about several cops that have been shot, wounded, killed, and two police dogs that had died in the line of duty in the last couple of weeks, too. You don't see none of that shit on the national news media. Well, what you do see is when a cop's an asshole because you're expecting some other asshole to uh, react this way, but that that doesn't get reported. The only thing that gets reported is the cop being an asshole. Exactly, it's not clickbait for them. They're not going to get the the clicks for it, so they don't want to want to do it. So, I guess they uh, donated her organs and stuff. This, this poor girl was like twenty six, twenty seven years old. I mean, she had just still a rookie cop. Yeah. We're in 2019, and so that's sad. And the sad part is also is it's not reported on at all. It's fucked up, and it's bad guy. I haven't seen that on the news. Uh, no, at me all. neither. That's, I, that's the first time I've heard it uh, since you've played that. Yeah, it it's fucked up. I mean, I have another one. I feel sorry for her family and everything. And of course, the dirt bag will probably end up doing like 20 years and getting out or something for good behavior. Or, or her piece, 19 will get them and they'll let them out of fucking jail or some shit like that. So, you know, fuck him. I hope karma comes and bites him in the ass big time. Maybe he'll have not have soap on a rope. I hope, I hope, he, and no lube. Yeah. I hope they root his ass out like, like he, like the plumber came to unclog your pipes. On this story from December 3rd, out of uh, California. Uh, an Antelope Valley, California Highway Patrol officer died Wednesday more than a week after he was critically injured in a crash while responding to a call. The crash occurred at 7 p.m. on November 23rd when a mot- when motorcycle officer Andy Ornells or Ornelius, I'm not sure, excuse me for butchering your last name, was on his way to help two people involved in a crash along the 14 freeway. Another motorist didn't see him on his motorcycle approaching from behind when the driver pulled from the right shoulder to make a U-turn directly into the officer's path. This poor fellow was 27 years old, sustained multiple injuries, taken to the hospital in critical condition, and on Wednesday he died from those injuries. People say, oh, they didn't see him. They probably wasn't fucking paying attention. Sounds like they were making fucking illegal U-turn to me on the damn freeway. That's that's what it sounds like. It don't say anything about them, uh, the driver or anything, being charged or anything like that. So, But the this the, guy, um, another cop, got killed in the line of duty. He wasn't murdered. Got killed in an accident. And you didn't hear nothing about that on the national news either, did you? 
the uh, story that you played with the with the female. She was going to a she was dispatched parking, to a, somebody a parking, parking illegally. Yeah, and I I've had that uh, here recently. Uh, pulled over, uh, pulled up behind somebody sitting in a car. Two guys sitting in a car, sitting in a handicapped spot. So made contact with them. Of course, they're sat they're they're at a retail establishment and uh, waiting on somebody. And I'm like, hey, you know, you can't be parked in a handicapped spot. So when you ask for their ID and all, it of course they have a, a driver's license that's suspended, which pretty pretty much is an indication of warrants uh, because you didn't you, your license don't you know it doesn't get s- suspended for no reason. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people don't realize that you, you're dealing with people on a daily basis that have warrants. Uh, th- this guy ended up having two warrants for not going to court before DUI and. And a in uh, a couple of other charges he had didn't go to court, but sitting there in the handicap spot. So I, I'm assuming that this uh, female officer that got shot dealing with uh, a complaint, uh, dealing with some of the same people that that we've had to deal with. Well, so everybody says you know everything. Oh, it was a routine. This ain't nothing routine. What we do, and I know, like I said, I'm not bashing on anybody. I hear other people other podcasts and all you know they always talk about oh traffic cops this traffic cops that some don't like to write tickets tell you what when you're making hundreds of traffic stops every year like I do hundreds you they don't people don't realize every time you're walking up to this vehicle we don't we're walking up we don't know who what when or where is in that vehicle what they may, what might be on their mind, what they just did, or anything else like that. Well, a lot, lot of people a lot don't of realize times how dangerous traffic stops are. A lot of times, people complain on you because you walk up, you walk up to a vehicle with your hand on your gun. Well, hell yeah! I, for everything that you see now, and and you know that might be coming, I, I want to be as prepared as your ass sitting in that vehicle. And whatever your thought process is, I want to be ahead of the game. So I might, yes, I might have my hand on. On the holster of my gun, I, I I don't know anything. I don't know what to do other than that to be prepared. Well, except I've I've cleared leather, had my weapon pointed at people. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that I approached. It was like a big F two fifty truck. They sit up high. It wasn't jacked up, but it, they sit up high naturally. And uh, when I get up to the the window there, I was on the passenger side. The guy started went to digging on something. And, he don't. He he don't even. He didn't. He never realized that my gun was pointing at him when he went to reach, because I had pulled out and I had the gun down at the passenger door pointed at him, where he couldn't see. He never knew that I had that gun pointed at him until I felt safe because of the way he was fidgeting and digging. I didn't know if he was. Gonna, if he would have pulled the gun out, I, all I had to do was pull the trigger at that point, because. I know you see in the movies all these people, you know, hiding behind their car doors. That's the stupidest shit ever. I have been to practice where we have shot shot actual cars. They brought them from the junk cars. We have shot cars, and I had no, I had no. I knew for a fact that if I pull the trigger, that bullet was going to go through that car door and hopefully enter him where I had it pointed at yeah. through that car door. That I mean, but he when I seen that that he was not digging for something in the thread. I put my gun back in my holster. He never had 
he didn't have a clue that I had that gun out. Yeah, you wasn't drawn up high. You were drawn low. No, yeah. exactly. And, so and people, people don't, don't realize, realize it. People don't realize it. I mean, I, like you said, during training, we, we, I've seen cars shot up, and the only two things that's going to stop a bullet or deflect it is going to be the pillar or the engine block. Yep. That's the only two things of a vehicle that's going to stop that bullet or maybe the axle. Yeah, you hide behind a tire, you might yeah. have a little more chance. Uh, but it, it uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. Like I said, I feel sorry for her family. I don't know if she had any kids or anything. It didn't say in that story. A lot but, of times, sitting in uh, sitting in the unit, I, I'll have my gun out of my holster on my lap just in case uh, somebody approaches a unit. We might be doing, I, I might be doing paperwork or something on a on a computer. And what you hear nowadays, uh, just like you see in Los Angeles, ambushes. Ambushes. I, I definitely want to have. I, you know, a lot of people don't realize when you're sitting in your vehicle, it, it's difficult to get to your your service weapon. Sitting right next to a console, it's hard to get it out, especially with all the retention stuff that's on the uh, roster, uh, you know. When I do park somewhere, I'll try to make sure there's no way for me to come up behind me. Yeah. The, the, like I said, that motor cop got killed. I've I've lost a lot of friends, buried too many friends being in motors as long as I have that gotten killed from motorcycle accidents. This is the kind of uh, second part from a story that uh, I talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. I got a little video, I think, on it. We'll play it, and then we'll talk about it. The headlines, uh, Minneapolis is still waiting for outside officers to help fight crime. If y'all remember a week or two ago, I talked about how Minneapolis had their defunding or cutting their budget by all this money and got rid of hundreds of cops. And now they're wanting to hire outside agencies to come in and help for like two months and want to pay, going to cost them half a million dollars when they just defunded their department, the police department, like $1.1 million. And this is kind of a, a follow-up on it. So I'm going to play the video and then we'll talk about it. You look good in that jockey team. After the ad played. After the Obviously, ad. that on the ad, that girl thought he looked good in that jacket, though. <laughs> yeah, I was and hoping. She was very excited about mm, it. I was hoping that wasn't the story. <laughs> no, here we go. It's approved $500,000 for the police department to contract help from other agencies. A week and a half later, MPD still doesn't have any additional officers on the streets. So what's the holdup? Here's WCCO's Rich Chapman. The number of people hurt and killed by gunfire in the city of Minneapolis continues to rise. The death toll nearing 80, gaining ground on the highest number of murders ever in the city. Uh, Minneapolis Police Department right now, our resources are hemorrhaging. Um, uh, our city is bleeding at this moment, and I'm trying to do all I can to stop that bleeding. Chief Madaria Arredondo petitioned the city council for money to help contract out with other law enforcement agencies to help respond to the needs of Minneapolis residents. The goal was to have additional officers on the street from November 15th until the end of the year. So far, no police partners are actively patrolling the streets of Minneapolis. According to Minneapolis police, its potential law enforcement partners have been sent contracts that are being evaluated by their legal teams. MPD would not say which agencies the contracts went to. We do know Hennepin County Sheriff's Office is a potential partner, and Metro Transit has said it could not handle taking officers away from providing safety on trains and buses, but added it will continue to support MPD as it has in the past. Reg Chapman, WCCO, 4 News. City Council for money to help contract out with... 
So basically, the other cops, the farms, the Metro train police, obviously, is basically like, fuck y'all, we ain't giving y'all no people. We don't have enough of it. And the other agencies, whatever, supposedly they're reviewing contracts. You could not pay me a hundred dollars an hour if I worked over there in that in that region to go help Minneapolis PD out. Not saying the PD's bad, but fuck the city defend. They the one that took the money away from the cops and got rid of the cops. Now they want to spend money to have other cops come help. Fuck that. Like I said, I'm in law enforcement. I would not go in there and. Help, the, not to help the, the law enforcement people help, but, but go work because if something does happen, we all know for a fact that the, the fucking, ain't nobody got your back out there. They're going to hang your ass out too fucking dry. Like I said, you could pay me, you could not pay me $100 an hour, $200. I don't care how much you pay me. The answer would be a big hell no. Sorry, I'm busy, not helping. You shouldn't have defunded the cops and got rid of all of them. I'm not coming to help you. Like I said, fuck the that. Moral, the moral to this story is not go to Minneapolis, Minnesota, correct? I haven't lost anything out there. I don't even well, know. I hadn't either, but I, I sure as hell wouldn't want to go to an, a community where <laughs> they don't have a damn bit of help. No, and they're, they're, well, just said, their crime's spiking. The murder rate's going through. Their murder rate's highest it's ever been. Oh, what the hell you think is going to happen when you get rid of the cops? You think all your citizens, all the bad guys are like, oh, well, we can't commit no crimes or do anything bad because the cops aren't there to stop it. Fuck no. It's like the purge for them. They're just going to do whatever the hell they want to because they ain't worried about getting caught because the cops they do have are probably overworked. They're underfunded. And they're probably running from call to call to call to call. So they're basically report takers. They're call takers. They're reactive, not proactive. They're just reacting to the stuff that happens. They're going write reports and trying to investigate as much as they can. They don't have time because there's not enough of them to go and actually patrol and try to deter crime. So that's what y'all asked for out there, right? That's what y'all wanted. They they got it. I was looking for the the senators and the state representatives for that area. Oh, Klobuchar. Klobuchar is a uh, representative for that uh, for that area. I was thinking I, I was thinking Omar was, but normally I don't know, I said, I, I, there. I've never I've never been there. Don't care if I ever go there. The same thing with like New York City. I've never been there. Ain't lost nothing there. I mean, they're they're getting rid of cops and stuff too. Place is gonna burn down. But that's that's on the city council. That's on your politicians out there and that's the people out there that are electing these politicians. So that must be what y'all want. I'll keep it in y'all's area. I'll stay down here in Louisiana. Where we don't have any defunding problems. Where we don't have any defunding problem at all. So y'all can keep it. Let let us know how that works out for y'all. Well, COVID has has defunded some things, but uh, nothing like your budget being cut and, you know, people not giving a shit about the police because they want to just save money and send it somewhere else. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I've lost. I don't have the. That's not comparable to COVID cuts. Well, I've lost. Was unable to make a lot of money this year due to COVID because the well, the football season was cut short. That cost me around two grand in overtime. Uh, they have no parades. I used to uh, me and the tot 
Worked off duty escorting these floats. My salary's been cut. Yeah, you work for free. My salary. You basically have to pay COVID. them. You COVID. have to pay them to yeah. make your salary cut. COVID, I was already free, so COVID already made me uh, made me go the other way. I had to pay. I had to pay. <laughs> but I mean, I, I probably lost. We we probably lost several. You know, two three thousand dollars just from not being able to do those. So I probably lost probably close to. Six seven thousand dollars this year that I wasn't able to make because of if not more, because some overtime got knocked out for a while when the shit first hit too, so it's affecting everybody. But well, I'm just glad we're in an area where that defunding uh, craziness doesn't apply or people doesn't you know that don't have that attitude. Oh, that's good. Well, I work for sheriff's office, which we get our money from taxes, so. And the sheriff controls his own budget in in these in Louisiana. I don't know how other states are. So basically, there ain't nobody can really defund a sheriff's office. They can do these PDs because councilmen and mayors basically control them, but control their budget. But what you saying? You don't have any quotas. You gotta fund your no. That, the sheriff yeah, like write, everybody thinks. Write it, let me write as many tickets as I want to. It, it's fantastic. So what would what did you think about that LSU game last night? Well, it it, uh, <laughs> it might would have been better if they were defunded. That way could have could have cut the game out. <laughs> I brought you a hat. I did. I, I saw that. Um, I'm probably not going to wear it because it, it's an opposite team that I support. <laughs> oh, I was working escorts at the LSU football game. The state troopers at guard Nick Saban came out and they gave us some Alabama hats and. Freebird is a LSU, big LSU fan. I said, I'm going to fuck with him with that. <laughs> Mrs. Freebird, I uh, took more offense to it. Than yeah, you know, there was a <clears> – <throat> back when I was looking for a new vehicle, there was a uh, Ford that had a very, uh, you know, crimson color that I, I really liked that Ford, really liked that color. And uh, Mrs. Freebird did not uh, – not approve. allowed. I, I was not allowed to have that color uh, truck. So that's been <laughs> – that's been a staple Just color that color. we don't have around the house. <laughs> no crimson in no your No crimson. Home. You know, maybe uh, even at Christmas time, we might have to change the colors uh, of red. No red lights. <laughs> There's not the red light district over there at all. It's definitely not the same as last year's uh, football team. Well, did, but I know you, you did still Did you like my, my Christmas decorations I put out? Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't happen to notice any. <laughs> Because there is none. I must have missed that. We, we don't even have a tree. We ain't, we, uh, we ain't got a tree yet. We ain't putting that damn tree yet. Oh, uh, Mrs. Freebird's been decorating for two weeks. Well, she waits for, for the day after. Um, the day, well, Black Friday, really, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's her her day, you know, her holiday. You need to answer that? No, no, no. It's, it's good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that, that's probably... Probably Freebird's mom saying that she posted on Facebook. No, she's actually calling. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, she's calling because she lost. no, she's uh, wanting to know if I have any pictures of my dog for uh, his birthday. Y'all doing a she, birthday party for your no, dog? I don't think so. I, I asked her today. You know, if she she was going to come over for the dog's birthday. You know, it's just one year. <laughs> it's one year birthday. I didn't get a, invited to Fido's birthday party. You have like a little little, little bone shaped cake and 
Yeah, like we we thought about give we thought about going to the uh, establishment that gives the uh, pup uh, cups. Yeah, the pup pup uh, pup cups. Puppuccinos. You know, all that is is a cup filled up with whipped cream. <laughs> Freebird's having a little coughing fit over here. Hope you know, I, hope, yeah. I hope it's not the herpes thing you got in Puppuccino, Puppuccino choked me up there. <laughs> yeah, the free, Mrs. Freebird wanted to take the dog to uh, get a Puppuccino for his birthday. Well, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode. I kind of went off on that Starbucks establishment. <laughs> I, 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 so I did hear it. It is fucking ridiculous. To pay that much. I did see a story saying, "Well, Starbucks is giving out, you know, first responders free coffee." And my wife's like, "Ma'am's like, oh, see." Then I said, "I guarantee you, it's not the the ten dollar coffee. They're probably giving you a little cup of black ass coffee that I, you know." And I'm sorry, I'm from Louisiana. You can't beat. Good old community coffee at all. Community coffee is the best. You gonna make it over there? Yeah, I'm gonna make it. I'm you good. You sure? I'm good. Yeah, it's not it's the something uh, hit the dangly thing in the back of your throat or something back it's there. It's not the it, it's not <laughs> the uh, herpes nineteen. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> maybe I'm getting choked up about the uh, first birthday of the dog. I mean, it must be major ordeal there. <laughs> But yeah, I guarantee you that Freebird's mom was calling because he wanted to know what we did for his birthday. Poor See, dog. See, we took birthday. him for a, a ride around. I, I I can tell you this. I used to. Uh, I had a, a an American bulldog that loved to ride in a vehicle, and it, actually, it was before him. It, it wasn't him. It was my uh, boxer. My boxer used to love riding in the unit. And I would take him, I would put him in the back, and we would just ride around. And he, he, he loved to just look out the window. That's all he wanted to do was ride around in a vehicle and look out the window. But I'd be damned if I would have people call and complain. And while I wasn't a canine unit, well, why the hell I had a dog riding in the unit if I wasn't a canine? It, it wasn't specified as a canine unit. And this is that's no shit. I had a, I had complaints on that. Because people have nothing better to do with their time, and they complain on people. We're we're dog lovers, but man, I, I tell you what, that that boxer loved to love to just ride around, and he, you know, I, I don't know if he pretended like he liked to be in jail because I'd put him in the back seat and roll the window <laughs> down and had the bars in the window, you know. But he loved him, but like I said, I had to stop because. I got complaints. Did you play that. the song "Bad Boys" when you? I did not. I did not. <laughs> I did that not. poor song has been so overly used through the years. I might have played "Who Let the Dogs Out" a couple of times, but not, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get complaints on that too. I remember the first time I heard that song. Oh, people are gonna call and complain about anything. I was speaking to somebody the other day, yesterday, that they were telling me that. They uh, pulled this woman over. They were working in a school zone. And uh, there's a donut shop close to, right across from where they got to block this major state highway. They had the road blocked, letting traffic out. And here comes this lady driving down the damn shoulder past all the other cars that are stopped. And uh, so he stops her. That's what she's doing. 
and said she was going to get some donuts. It's like, well, you can't drive down the shoulder. That's illegal. Well, I did it yesterday, and a cop that was out here told me I could do it. There's okay. no way. That's fucking, a lie. I'm calling a lie. Fucking a lie. <laughs> okay. And he's like. Not in your area. Yeah, he's like, I, I doubt that, ma'am. So he, he gets her information. He writes her a ticket. Well, she's being a bitch, of course, being rude. So she said she was able to do it the day before and just bypass everybody yeah. and drive down the yeah. shoulder. They drive down the shoulder to get these fucking donuts. I guess because they think they're talking to some cops. They mention the word fucking donut. We're going to go, oh, donuts. Okay. That's okay. Mm. Get some donuts. Mm, donuts. Yeah. Them crime fighting super biscuits right there. Sweet, delicious. No, it don't fucking work, okay? So anyway, he, he she's being a bitch. He writes her the ticket. She's saying she snatches it out of his hand and stuff. And uh, I wasn't there, people. I'm going off of what this person told me. And uh, she said, makes some comment or something to him. He's like, well, I can add some stuff to it. Give it back to me. And he snatched it back out of her hand. I think added another violation on there. <laughs> you know, gave it back to her. Well, of course, you know. The bitch calls and complains on this person. Well, you know that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Especially that area that he was in. We were discussing that northern region. Yeah, correct. Uh, anyway, he gets a call. Got to call. He's got to call a captain. And of course, you know, the bitch then called and complained on him. And she even Probably tells. Probably exaggerated a little bit. Oh, I'm sure. No, no. They wouldn't do that. If y'all don't hear sarcasm in my she tells him, this captain, that that she was rude to this deputy who got pulled over, but her complaint was that he was rude back. So he gets he don't get suspended, but he he gets a talking to over this. It's a big crock of fucking shit I ever heard in my goddamn life. That the bitch just says she was rude, but her complaint was that he was rude back. You get what you give. If you nice to me, I'm going to be nice to you. And if you rude to me, I'm going to be rude to you too. Fuck you. That, I, I that, that's the mentality of these some of these people out here. It's like, what you, oh, you want to, oh, I'm a cocksucker? Yeah, oh, you're, you're so right. Thank you for calling me that. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I had, I had, I had a caramel flavor one the other day <laughs> with some, with some vanilla drizzle on it. It was so yummy. Would you like to have some of this cock? Wait, I yeah. mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, I mean, people. Some people forget that they're, you know, when you when you try to call somebody out and then they call you back out, they, you know, they forget that. They, people are human. Yeah. You, you, the police are human. So we're, yeah, we're not robots, people. You're not just going to take shit just because you're a public service guy. Oh, I love the ones, oh, I pay your salary. Pay your salary. Well, motherfucker, guess what? I shop in the same locations you live, I, and so I pay taxes. So I guess I pay my own fucking salary too. All right, I don't want to hear your your bullshit. Nobody that pays you my pay fucking my salary. salary. No, they don't. But I'm saying, motherfucker, oh, I pay your salary. I'm your motherfucker. No, you don't. Well, give me a fucking raise. Don't pay my fucking salary. Yeah. I had paid zero. Yeah. Well, I don't know you where you. Well, I don't know where your money's going, but it ain't in my pocket. Trying to tell me. Oh, I had one one time, hundred years ago. You know, I was right writing tickets as usual. This little cocky fucker. It looked like he's 
in his twenties or something. Oh no, uh, uh, yeah. there's no way he was in his twenties yeah. being a cocky little bastard. Yeah, and his daddy probably ass raped him in the shower. Yeah, well, but he he looks at me and says, "Wait, I guess you're gonna get your quota today." I said, "Well, tell you the truth, I surpassed it." I said, "But with this ticket right here, they're giving me a new microwave oven." <laughs> Stupid motherfucker! I can't stand that stupid ass you, shit. You got the bonus microwave oven. Yeah, I got the. the I had I, that was my microwave oven ticket for the day. <laughs> you know, like a kid, like the kids coming home selling that candy shit from school. You know, oh, if, if I sell five million boxes of chocolate, I get to ride in the limousine. Motherfucker, I'll pay the hundred dollars because the five thousand boxes of chocolate you got to sell is going to. I can you know put a down payment on that motherfucker. <laughs> My my dad, we we never sold that shit. My dad was like, I send y'all to school to learn how to read and write and add, not to learn how to be a door-to-door salesman. <laughs> and what I don't get is these schools do that. I know they understand they're trying to make money or raise money or whatever, but you're sending all these kids home with the same exact shit. Hey, the good thing about COVID, live, good thing about COVID, they cut that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> well, all these kids, but they send all these kids out from one school with all this same shit. Well, guess what? They all live by each other. Mm-hmm. They all live by each other. So, I mean, if they Now, if they, instead of selling chocolate, if they sold donuts, I would buy the shit out of donuts. I bought the cookie dough from them before, but it's uh, fucking pain in the ass. Ain't the same. They, they want you to come pick the cookie, cookie dough up. I'm like, eh. It ain't the same. Ain't the same. And then they're going to show up and gonna try to sell but me I'm, overpriced paper, I'm wrapping wrong. paper. No. You want to sell? They ain't buying twenty dollar roll of wrapping paper so somebody can tear the shit up. I've been on both sides of the uh, the donut stuff. You, you you mentioned that earlier. The donuts. Donuts. You always get those comments. I love, I love donuts. You, you, I do too. You always love. You, you always get the comments of oh the police. Yeah, I know you. You had another comment on a, another episode where uh, they were asking you why. So you're here to get donuts? Yeah. Like, like what are you here for? I uh, I happened to come across a lady, and it's an elderly lady. She was probably, I, I don't remember her age. She was, you know, fighting with the kids, screaming and hollering. And so they call, we get out, and and, uh, and I have her on the porch talking with her, and she starts wanting to fight a little bit. So I'm kind of holding her up against the wall, you know, trying to calm her down. And, and she gets to trying to kicking and, and swinging. So we, we fall down on the porch. So was she naked? Uh, she was not naked. <laughs> and and I doubt if I doubt if I even that thought would have ever occurred <laughs> with this with this older skinny. And then she was a small little small little lady. So we're so I, all I had to do when we fell down on the porch is is lay on top of her. And this is the first time Did, that I didn't have a response. Were you naked? I was not naked. You were laying on top of an old lady? I was laying on top of the old lady. <laughs> and uh the the only response that I got it wasn't like you know she was enjoying it. She was she was you know squirming and she's like, "Get off of me, you fat cock sucking donut eating motherfucker." <laughs> and uh, the, you know it took me by surprise because I didn't know what to say. And the only thing I could think of to say was, "I, I love donuts." Stop and squirming! Just, yeah. Your ass got tapeworms. <laughs> Stop squirming! <laughs> I'm gonna lay on top of you, and I love donuts. That's, that's my donut story. I really liked uh, Bavarian cream filled donuts and the lemon. Uh, the lemon, lemon is the best. 
Lemon I, I, I love lemon pasta, but I love the Bavarian cream and lemon feel. Oh, that lemon is that lemon is best. Bavarian, I, I can't do. I can't do that uh, Bavarian for some reason. It uh-huh. doesn't taste right with the. Uh, and and I don't know about plugging businesses, but damn Krispy Kreme is the best. No ever. negative. I'm not a I fan. Can't. I, I, well, they have an app. Krispy Kreme has an app, and you can you can make an order and go pick the damn thing just, up. I just don't like the way their donuts taste. I like uh, the I like how Mary Lee's and those that they're they're like more fluffy. Fluffy. They're fluffy. Okay. All right. So uh, think about it. I know you've eaten both. Yeah. Well, I've I've eaten Mary Lee's and I've eaten. But Mary uh, Mary Lee's is I mean is like I don't know that like the glaze stuff the the regular donuts they're just like they're lighter and stuff airier. Uh, now, if you gave me if you gave me twelve or you know of each, I'd probably eat all of them, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't I'm saying matter. That, Mary Lee's, but my I, preference I think, if I'm going to go, go out to get some. I'm going to go like a place like Mary Lee's or something like that. I'm not Krispy Kreme is not going to be my go-to. It, I I don't know. I have to beg to differ. Uh, Krispy Kreme is going to be my my number one, top of the list. But of course, a lot of a try. lot of a lot of people agree with you. I mean, I see them lined up in the road to get. Yeah, I'm like, why the fuck? I mean, it's like Starbucks. <laughs> It's like Starbucks. They lined up in the yeah, road. Yeah, they lined up for the road. Ten dollar coffee. When ten dollar coffee, you can go to Circle K and get a cup for a dollar fifty. Yeah, lined up. I don't know. Sometimes it, I told Bam. I said you. Bring, uh, I said you want it. I'll buy some eggnog and get some coffee and put some eggnog in it for you and save you Starbucks coffee cup. And we'll, I'll put it there. You think you have Starbucks? <laughs> I even stir it up, and make some froth on the top of it or something like that. Put a little whipped cream froth, on top. To me, froth just that when they froth it, that just looks like something that that cows do when they're chewing too much cut or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. That, that I, white I had, frothiness that they they. Can. I hadn't <laughs> thought about it like that, but it. it does. Now you have. Uh, now you don't want no more froth. They yeah, <laughs> cow spit. That's probably gonna put. That's probably gonna put any idea I had of going to Starbucks out. I said you can have it. You people, y'all, y'all can. Cowfell. Of course, I don't, you know there's a lot of a lot of you guys. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, if the people guys, at work at coffee shops even have a fancy name. Well, they're uh, called what baristas or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fancy nothing. I'm not putting that down. But that's just a fancy name for a coffee pour. I don't know if uh, if I would ever put that on a resume. I was a barista. Yeah, but I know a lot of you guys. Uh, they they sit at the uh, coffee shop. Uh, you know, Starbucks coffee shop. I ain't even see me sitting there. Y'all have a Starbucks no, out? No, not. Do no. you have a Starbucks out? In the- no, not where I work. And if they did, I wouldn't sit there. Nope. I go to a casino every morning and make my, get my own coffee, community coffee. Yeah. With the community. There uh, for a while, community. Creamer. Uh, I love community coffee. There, there for a while, community. Uh, Mrs. Freebird loves the K-Pods. And community had a. The king cake, the Mardi Gras well, king cake, delicious. You couldn't get it; would leak if you tried to use the community in the K pods because they had a, a certain um, had a certain problem with the community. But I think that's since been fixed. This was several years back. The community, it should be coming out again. The the Mardi Gras community it's got like a little cinnamon taste to it, like a Does king it? cake. Okay. Yes, well, that'll be the only taste of Mardi Gras you can get because yeah, COVID. Mardi Gras has been canceled. Herpes 19 like has Herpes canceled. Herpes 19 has canceled Mardi Gras. 
All you motherfuckers can't be out there spreading herpes. Well, <laughs> I, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, you get down to New Orleans, they, there's state police is undercover, uh, undercover that, you know, you try stupid shit, you're going to get, you're going to get stupid shit back. Well, did it, New Orleans is still shut down more than everybody else. Yeah. As far as I know, I ain't lost nothing down there either. So. Yeah, we well we used to go every now and then, but since the COVID, it's it's changed quite a bit. Maybe it won't smell like pee so bad. I'll tell you what. I'm though, sorry, uh, people. Bourbon Street smells like piss. Okay, it does. It does. It, it, it smells it, it like does. a big. It smells like a a fucking porta can on Bourbon Street. I don't know why it's illegal to piss in the street, but it just smells like pee. Well, there's so many alleyways that uh, that people uh, I think. Uh, used for a restroom that no one can see. Oh, so it, it just, it just and it and everything runs downhill. <laughs> yeah, everything runs downhill back towards Bourbon Street. I so, used to know. go out there all the time. Well, I lived down there in high school and stuff. So, I mean, that was we'd go out on weekends. That's where we were at. But as I've gotten older, got less, you know, wanting to go out there. It's it's been a, a, a staple for us. We, you know. Every time we want to get away from where we're at now to uh You like to go to Oz partying spot. You like to go to Oz when you do Oz? I never have been to Oz. We normally go uh, we're normally at the uh way at one end. Oh no, then I know if if that's the end you're going to, then it means they, they probably have no soap on a rope. They just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't go out that way. We we normally we normally frequent. When you the, get towards uh, that end, you start bar. seeing the the flags and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, now people, if you from out of state or wherever, you, once the herpes nineteen is gone, and if you do decide to go to Mardi Gras or go frequent New Orleans, I'm just gonna say one thing: don't get off any of the main drags. For one thing, you might get your ass killed. Second of all. If you if you're a guy or something and you're picking up a woman down there, make sure she don't have a dick, okay? Because they got some women down there. Well, I say some people down there that they look like it. It's not happened to me. I'm just saying, my, you know, I grew <laughs> like, you know, up I down just there. Yeah, I, no, I grew up down there, but it's like you be walking out there. It's like, oh damn, that's, that's a good looking chick. Nope, nope. It, it might look like a girl. It might talk like a girl. It might even smell like one. But you're going to have a dick. So you might want to check. So how do you, uh, what do you recommend the uh, be like, uh, directions for checking if a chick has a dick? You got a dick? So you just, <laughs> I'm just going to straight you, up you ask. Can't, you, can't, you, got a dick? you can't frisk them now. You just no, I'm just going to say, hey, you got a dick? Because if, if you do and you go home with me, this shit's not going to work out real well. Somebody's going to get hurt. Uh, I mean, you can be whoever you want to be, whatever you want to be. I'm sorry. But if you're a chick with a dick, you might want to let the guy know that you got a dick and not like, surprise, motherfucker. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to, you don't want to give him directions to drop the soap. Drop the soap in the. uh, Then, you know, uh, well, recently this guy. (laughs) Why does a woman want to make me drop the soap in the shower? Yeah. This, uh. This is this is the guy went to law enforcement, but no, he was telling me him and some of his buddies went out. They were at this restaurant bar area, and uh, they were just chilling. 
And these uh, girls, a couple girls coming to him was flirting and stuff. He said they were good looking and stuff. And they were buying him drinks and shit like that. And he went and got up and he went to take a piss because they had been drinking. He said next thing he knew, one of the chicks that was hanging out with them drinking and stuff was standing next to him at the urinal taking a piss <laughs> too. Okay. And, of course, he goes back to the table and stuff didn't work out. And, of course, the... the Trans, tranny, transvestite, uh, transgender, whatever you want to call them. Some of them got offended because they were like, look, y'all, y'all could go. We're not gay. And they got pissed off. People, you can't get pissed off. This poor guy <laughs> thought, you know, he said, oh, they look good too. I'm like, well, yeah, until, I mean, you can't, this, these, these were straight guys thinking that y'all real women and, you can get mad when you're standing up taking a piss next to him. No, 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 no. You should have walked up, and if he bought you one drink, fine. Say, hey, I just want to let y'all know we're transgender. We're whatever it is. You should have let him know you had a dick before you thinking, you know, no. no. And you're going to get mad when they like, look, y'all go the fuck away. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Little heads up. If you're a chick so with a dick, you- warn the straight guy. So you know the uh, some some of the some of the women that you come across that are badge bunnies. What do you call the transvestites that are looking for police? I I, I, I don't know. The chicks with dicks. What do you call those? <laughs> are they still badge? Bunnies? I guess it'd still be a badge buddy. Badge buddy. Yeah, badge buddy. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch out for the badge bunnies and badge buddies out there. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I, I just happened to. It just occurred to me to ask that yeah, question. Well, that's I, a good. I never, I never have, thought of. That's a good one. I, I never have thought. Like of I said, anybody's listening, don't take offense. I don't care if you want to dress up as a woman. I do not care. Just that is your prerogative. Live your life however you want to live it. But if you're out and about and you're flirting or you know, having fun or, you know, with a guy or something, it would just be nice, be nice to know, hey, let this guy know that you don't have all the, you, y'all got the same parts. Then if he decides, you know, if if that happened to me, I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't freak out. I'd just say, hey, look, I don't, I'm not gay and I'm not interested in, you know, penises. Have a nice day. Good luck with that. I'm not going to cuss you. But I've never come across anybody that I've had to search. That uh, I, I had one in court one time when I was bailiffing that came in that the judge was confused. They were in jail, but it was uh they had breast, like they had breast implants or something like that. They had boobs like a woman, whoopie boobs, and they were up at the podium. And the judge, I guess, didn't realize, but he kept saying "ma'am, ma'am, ma'am." And I was like, I re- I leaned over. I was like, Judge. That's a man. He's like, what? I said, it's a man. He stood up on that bench and bent over and looked closer. I'm like, first of all, yeah, it, it, he's handcuffed to another man. They don't handcuff women to men. I'm like, he's like, he looked, he's like, you a man? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, he was just shocked. I'm thinking, handcuffed to another dude. They they don't handcuff Female inmates to male. <laughs> this isn't like co. This ain't co-ed jail here or nothing like that. But co-ed cuffing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and this this was you know, ten years ago or more. You know, 
you know, a lot of the old school, and, and you and I are old school, a lot of the old school mentality, we were having to deal with a bunch of uh, things now that you didn't, you had never thought possible growing up. So uh, that's, uh, what you're saying is one of them. No, well, police work in itself in the last 20 years, is, it's it's this way down. It was a totally different way back then. Me and Hondo were talking Saturday, and we were like, Dude, you remember when this, this, and this, and you were just coming to work was just like fun. Just couldn't wait to get back to work. He's like, yes, and now it's just like fucking work. <laughs> it's just like work. It's like fucking Monday already. Before it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna go to work. Even when I'm not getting paid, I'm gonna, this and that, I'm just gonna work on my days off and shit. And that. No, I'm like, man, fuck. How long I got to? I'm gonna retire. It's. It's the the whole we back when I first started, the good guys knew who they were good guys and the bad guys knew they were bad guys. And it, it was just almost all mutual respect between each other. We had our frequent flyer. We all knew each other by name. Like I, I talked about one with uh, Doc Holliday, you know that one guy. We knew every time we dealt with him that he was gonna run. Sometimes he'd get away, sometimes he wasn't. But once we caught him, he wasn't going to fight with you or nothing. But the chase was going to be on. And that was just common. I was like, oh, fuck, we got to go deal with him. We're going to get ready to run, you know. And it was just – but everybody, even the bad guys, everybody had kind of a mutual respect with each other. Now there is no fucking respect for nothing. Yeah. I go to every every scenario I go to, I try to – I go in try to go with a positive mindset where, you know, this and this. I know I wanted to go this way. I'm going to treat this person this way. And next here, you know, I'm getting cussed out. I'm getting called this. I'm getting called that. And I'm just like, man, fuck. You, you never, like you just said, you never know how things are going to go. I, there's been times I arrested people that thought I was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I thank you for t- taking, you know, doing things this way. And then you turn around on the other side, and then and you're getting cussed at. So you're the worst piece of shit because you arrested them and you treated them this way. Oh, and you treated, and it and it was all the same. It was all the same. So you you never know how things are gonna go. Well, it's a crazy world, especially now. Definitely a crazy world. All right, people, I ain't gonna keep y'all too long. How far are we in it? Yeah, Dang. getting close to an hour and a half. I've been trying to keep it a little shorter. Being Freebird, we're having fun. So he'll definitely be back again. I like him co-hosting with me. But uh, it's been it's great. I, I, I you know I want to thank you for having me back and I know, it's, tell a little bit of stories and like to hang out and stuff like that. Talk talk about your rants. Yeah, just bullshit, just bullshitting. I did have I hope it didn't depress nobody. I know I had some sad stories, but sometimes it's just the way it is. Not everything's. I will Funny all the time. I will eventually have in the next uh, year and a half. I no cheating. Have a, well, I'll have a naked story. No, no cheating. I won't. I won't cheat. <laughs> Look, uh, if anybody, uh, you know, if you you are, you know, somebody that would like to be a phone-in guest, or you're in Louisiana area and want to be an in-studio guest, email me or message us on uh, Facebook at Perfectly Dysfunctional Podcast on. Facebook, email us perfectly dysfunctional at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Motor C. On Parlor, uh, Motor Cop Chronicles. Oh, we are on YouTube now. 
Little Carp Chronicles podcast. Uh, I am working on maybe doing something live. That won't actually be me. It'll be something else, but maybe might do that. Then maybe, you know, we might, have the, we might have just a free bird or uh, something. Yeah, I'll just be off camera since I'm still anonymous. Maybe We're just hand puppets or something. <laughs> I could wear a green screen suit. Yeah, I could do that. I don't know how I'd look in a green screen suit. That'd be scary. Uh, like I said, if you're a first responder, uh, corrections officer, police officer, motor cop, bicycle cop, horse cop, fireman, paramedic, dispatcher, would like to be a guest. Or if you just have uh, some stories that uh, you'd like to get out there and you don't want to be a guest, email me at one of those or on the Facebook and send them in. I'll do my best and read them for you if you don't want to be a guest. Uh, hit us up on it and uh, let us know if you're on that, listening on Apple Podcast. Uh, give us a five star review. Uh, write us a review. Help us help us out there some. You know, until next week, always remember: smile, because the Ice Man could be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throne.